0: what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Stars could shine between the lines if you would let yourself go. Find some place you know you can can change the world just pretend express yourself take a chance and you'll see
1: who you be it's time to express yourself where teens talk and the world listens presented by star style productions as an international outreach program of be the star you are charity you'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself.
2: for the rest of summer no worries today we're here with tons of great ideas hello and welcome to express yourself we're a program by for and with created young people a platform to give teens a voice right here on the voice America News network I'm Hannah Hundle and today we're discussing plenty of exciting ways to help you squeeze in some more summertime fun
3: and I'm Asia Gonzalez. Express Yourself is produced by Starstyle Productions and brought to you as a nice service of the Be The You Are charity. I'm happy and excited to be starting with Hannah and our own show about our fun summer. the sun.
2: Exciting it is. Asia and I are going to get into all the details about our fun summer plans today. To kickstart our train of savvy summer suggestions, I'm going to tell you about a really neat program that I'm actually involved in right now. I'm currently residing at UC Davis, that's the UC of California at Davis, for a six-week summer program designed to immerse high school students in real-life research. So the the whole program kick-started with a two-week lecture series and so we were visited by various UC Davis faculty members and we we were lectured on such a variety of topics like forensic entomology, information formation of meadows. And so that two week period, which is already passed now, uh, really helped hone our basic uh, foundational knowledge. And now following that two week period, we have actually embarked on our very own original research. So we're paired with a U. Davis professor and a couple of his grad students, and we're assisting in his lab, pretty much getting to have an internship in a real laboratory just as a high school student. And it's so thrilling for me because this is something that I've always been very intrigued in. I've loved science for as long as I can remember, but I never imagined that I would get to have a flavor of real life science so early on. And this program, which is called the Young Scholars Program, is quite competitive to get into, if I may say so myself. I think this year they had upwards of 300 applications and each year they typically accept approximately 40 students. And so throughout the duration of the program, those 40 students really get together and build bonds with each other. I'm already having a wonderful time here getting to know all these kids. You know, we've got kids coming from New York, from New Jersey, from Minnesota. We've got a kid from Turkey. So it's really an wow. internationally-based program as well because it's not just California-centered. There are so many opportunities for high school sophomores or juniors anywhere interested in science to really get involved in this program.
3: Um, talking about, you know, you had lectures, um, things that were talked about. What was your favorite one of those lectures? One that you really, you know, found interesting and you wanted to do in the future or just something that really caught your attention?
2: Yeah, yeah, well, it was actually um, one of the ones we mentioned, forensic entomology. Now, before the lecture, I had no idea such a phrase even existed uh, what was so cool was that the guy started talking about how he along with some of his top-notch students goes into these really big crime scenes and helps the detectives investigate uh what really went on by taking a look at the bugs that are and were present at that crime scene so they uh-huh. look at the you know they, they look at how long the person has been dead for perhaps um, how long after the time of death did the infestation happen? and okay. also, they take a look at what life stage the insects are in. And so they then they amalgamate all of this information and they can come to kind of a consensus on uh, the postmortem period and how long this individual may have been deceased for. And so I thought that's really eye opening because I don't think that's something that a lot of people get to hear about.
3: I've actually had like a really big interest in the forensic studies. I thought it was so cool. You know, those shows like CI and just all those shows. I really got into that kind of stuff, and I wanted to, you know, take a little program on that kind of thing. Um, you mentioned, you know, how they study what kind of bugs are in that area. Mm-hmm. What kind of bugs do they discuss that are in the crime scene?
2: Well, it typically varies with both the location and what has happened to the decedent uh, following death. So, in some cases, uh, as the professor mentioned, there can be a burn when, uh, mm-hmm. say, the perpetrator is trying to conceal evidence of the crime. And so, you know, he'll try to burn the victim and try to get rid of all that evidence, which really yeah. can happen because a bug infestation will certainly follow. And so, it really does vary upon the situation and the circumstances. Uh, but mm-hmm. one thing that was really kind of Applicable all across the board was looking at the locations of the bugs on the student, and so you can kind of tell by if it's you know at the upper portion of the body at the head part or if it's already started moving down the body that mass of insect. You can really start to tell uh, how how long the student has passed away for, and yeah. so it was just so mind-boggling really to think of all this nitty-gritty. All of these details everything that goes into all this investigations but I think as the public we so often take for granted
3: a lot of people don't really know about it I don't know like you know okay there's a crime scene investigation but they don't really think of like all the things that go into it like all the research and the stuff that that are supposed to be taken you know I don't I don't find it gross or creepy or anything like that I actually find it really fascinating but did you find any of it like nasty or creepy or just it bit well, gross you out at all well
2: there were a couple of perhaps graphic pictures uh but you know i, mm. I agree with you again with me too all an appreciation for all the science and the efforts that go into really investigating these matters uh, and as we were just yeah. talking about it's it'd be a whole team behind these efforts um in another lecture uh the professor was talking about a new branch of cancer research whereby they're examining this glycoprotein, this anti-adhesive glycoprotein called tenacin. And tenacin, it's excreted by the cells. It's on the outer layer of the cells, and it is responsible for promoting cell motility. So that's what helps cells move. And of course, that's going to be a big concern uh, when we discuss tumor formation because, you know, we don't want metastasis or tumors moving to different sides of the body and amalgamating even further in different locations. And so this branch of researchers have been really investigating tenacin with regard to tumor, with regard to cancer research. So it's all of these partitions, all of these levels, and there's so much intricacy to each thing you might want to investigate. I think that's what's really been the most mind-boggling thing about my
3: experience at this program. That sounds super fun and you're a part of this. You have a bunch of um, partners that you're with and you get to go into different laboratories and programs. And have you wanted to be a scientist or a scientific, scientific researcher or anything in that profession?
2: Well, I've always
3: been really intrigued
2: by science. I think there's something really powerful in the notion that you don't just accept the information that you're provided, you're consistently questioning Constantly seeking out truth, seeking out higher levels of meaning. And I think that's what science is all about. And getting to come to this program and getting a firsthand look in these labs where all of these wonderful professors, grad students, everyone is really in this mission together, just seeking Mm -hmm. out pure truth, has really elevated my mind to new levels. Even in the research lab that I'm interning in now, uh, we're examining... um, the way that microbes, which are, you know, just, it can be, bacteria it can just be any little small organism, is aiding in a process called nitrogen fixation in a special type of seagrass grass called Dostra marina. So that's the project that I'm helping out on. And just the complexity wow. at so many levels in this, and the whole notion that we're really just at this stage doing this for basic research, for foundational research, we're identifying these microbes in the research that I'm doing just because we want to know. And we don't even know what might come out of that. It's just the fact that you want to do things for the sake of doing them, not necessarily to reap some benefit or reward
3: later on. That's what I like about science, too, is that you're always finding out you know, such interesting things, finding out something So you might have found some sort of answer, but then you realize, you know, that's not the entire thing. And you can get more into that specific subject. And um, I always thought science was a really interesting subject in school. And I actually liked it a whole lot um, better than my other subjects besides art. But, you know, how can people sign up for this program if they're interested in this? Well,
2: I believe the application for the next year's Young Scholars Program here at UC Davis, uh, will open in late December,
3: and okay. this year's
2: was due, I believe, around late March. So you have a couple-month period to get in all those application components. I believe it entails two teacher letter of recommendations, okay. uh, two to three personal essays explicating your love of science in addition to another question that varies each year, as well as attaching transcripts and detailing some of your extracurricular activities so it's a pretty lengthy application. But I think if you can do it, if you can push through it, if you can hear it is such a wonderful experience.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say, it's not a little difficult to get in, but you really try hard and you really are serious about doing it. you can get in. Um, is it costly? Are there you know, scholarships that you can get, anything like that that can help you?
2: Yeah, it is costly, Um, but they offer a, a certain amount of financial aid depending on your socioeconomic condition. Uh, so I would certainly encourage anyone interested in science to buy, because there's if you're able to get in, there's definitely going to be a way to make sure that you can be sent here.
3: That's awesome. Well, thank you for all this really neat information. I appreciate you talking to this and giving people the opportunity to hear what you're involved in. I'm Asia Gonzalez. During the break, be sure to visit expressyourselfteenradio.com to see photos, descriptions, links, and more. And I'm Hannah
2: Hundle. Also, be sure to check us out on Tumblr at btsyaradio.tumblr.com. Stick around for our next segment where we're going to continue our discussion on creative ways to spend your summer.
3: Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. It's
0: even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or Blackberry.
1: Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Remember
2: to express yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by the Be The Star You Are charity. I'm Hannah Hundle.
3: And I'm Asia Gonzalez. We have a new way to support Be The Star You Are. Buy, sip, or savor coffee, tea, and hot chocolate from coffeethatgivesback.org through September 15th, and 25% of your purchase will be donated to the Be The Star You Are with no additional cost to you. Again, that's coffeethatgivesback.org support our fundraising. And now, our host Asia will
2: take a break from the usual social responsibility segment to tell
3: some neat summer activities, which is Pinterest. Way, Asia. Thanks, Hannah. So, I started my summer vacation in May, and that meant staying at home and enjoying the heat while everyone was sitting in air-conditioned classrooms. And getting out in May means I have than those other schools who get out for another month. So of course I began to think, you know, what are some fun things to do for summer besides being a lazy couch potato? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if anyone knows me well, they know that the only thing more addicting than Instagram is Pinterest. And since an, I'm always on Pinterest, creating new boards and finding cool ideas to draw, or ideas for fashion blog, Ask Asia, and I decided to search for summer activities for teens so many things popped up that seemed like a lot of fun and that it was almost overwhelming, you know? There are so many fun things to do. There are things to do outside, inside, ways to earn money, things to do on sunny days, and even things to do on gloomy, rainy days that keep you inside, such as today for me right now. Um, A lot of the pins that came up had to do uh, were fun outdoor crafty projects. I really liked the back paint twister. And the backyard paint twister involved washable spray paint and a cardboard box. First, all you had to do was put out a circle in the box, however big you made it, and set it on the ground and spray the inside of the circle with the colors of the game twister. And, you know, you had to create the amount of circles necessary, and voila, you have got yourself a twister board in your backyard. Oh, wow! wow. I know it's awesome. And this is a super fun idea for teens because you know they can invite their friends over and have a great time together. And there are a bunch of things to do with water balloons. You could have a water balloon fight, water balloon basketball, and water and paint slip inside. Um these are great because you know it makes teams get up and move and it's so much better for you to get outside rather than sitting all day on the TV or video games, you know? Right, And yeah. I found another one, you know, paint slip inside is uh, water-soluble or washable. So safe from your skin, your clothes, you won't get irritated or it won't stain. And, you know, all you have to do is look up paint slip inside on Pinterest and you'll get a bunch of instructions. You'll get different pins on what to do. And as a matter of fact, anything you hear today will be available on Pinterest just by typing in the name of the project. Um, and, you know, I also found a really cute idea for teen girls which is custom painting your shoes, which I'm really excited to try because it looks really cute. Um oh, oh, what you'll oh. need is yeah, what you'll need is a pair of canvas shoes like bands or Converse, just anything that has the type of fabric that bands use. Okay. Something acrylic paint can go on. And um, you'll need paint of course and paint brushes. And I've done it before this is a while ago so my feet weren't as small as they were. So they grew out of my shoes, sadly and um i really wanted to do it again so i want to get a pair of shoes and um a bunch of stuff on it i found so many ideas that that are just super adorable and i'm pretty sure my friends will love to do you know out of inspiration and um so after i've been looking at some pins i started looking at the related pins which gets you seriously off track by the way <laughs> i searched one thing and then. I'll end up going on another and
2: oh, I have the same problem
3: with you. Oh, I know. (laughs) But actually, this time it helped because I found really fun ideas for toddlers, and you know, I thought this is really useful for teen babysitters, Um, and the kids will love them and it will keep them occupied while you're there with no bored complaints (laughs) and (laughs) help your time babysitting speed up. And there were so many water activities for hot days. Some of them were ice painting, tinfoil rivers, and a DIY waterfall. And a water fight with sponges. And all of these activities are good for babysitters, you know, who can't leave with the kids, or sitters who are without a car of their own and they don't have any source of transportation to get out of the house. And um, not only that, there are so many activities with food. And you know what little kid doesn't want to eat what they make? Right. <laughs> and, I know. And uh, you know, one cute idea that I found is you take white bread milk food coloring and you set it aside, you get some clean paint brushes, you mix the food coloring into the milk and allow the child to paint, you know, a little portrait on the white bread. And once they're finished, they brushes you mix the food coloring into the milk and allow the child to paint, you know, a little portrait on the white bread. And once they're finished, they toast the bread and the colors darken, and then they can eat that portrait that they made and you know I thought that oh, it? I think kids will love that you know it'll keep them in love I them. would love that <laughs> I, I think don't
2: that'd
3: want be that. awesome I know I want to do it even though I'm 17 years old but you know <laughs> fun to be a kid once in a while and uh you know another cute idea that I found had to do with watermelon and you slice off a big circle of the watermelon and you get some plastic cookie cutters and you can have the kids make a cookie watermelon for a fun treat you know, they can cut off any type of shape they want and they just eat it. And I thought that was really cute and fun. Yeah, and
2: that's a great way to kind of get to eat their healthy snacks as well. Yeah,
3: that's what I was thinking. You know, they don't have to have something that's so sugary during the summer. They can have something that's really nutritional, but it also tastes good at the same time. Right, and they'll be a, they'll have fun doing it too, so they'll think they're going to be eating something really cool. But in reality, it's just watermelon. <laughs> Which is why I love Pinterest, because they have all these little tricks that you can try. And, uh, you know, there's another one that isn't as healthy, but it's still good. And if you have marshmallows, you can get, um, fun pops and it's really fun to make. And it's really yummy. You know, you need giant marshmallows that you can find at the store anywhere. Um, lollipop sticks, cake icing and fun topping beans, you know, like colored sugar, graham cracker crumbs or granola, you know, whatever sounds good. Yeah. And you stick the lollipop stick into the marshmallow about, you know, one-eighth of an inch, not too far. Um, you spread some icing into the mallow and then roll the mallow into the toppings until you're satisfied. And then you set the marshmallows on wax paper and they dry and then you eat them and enjoy them. Oh, um, cool.
2: That's really delicious, um, if I may
3: yeah. say so. Even though I don't really eat marshmallows, but it sounds really good. Um, when, you know, one thing you have to be really careful about with that thing is, you know, kids eating the marshmallows too fast or, you know, talking with their mouth full, because that's actually a choking hazard. Um, right. Good point. Yeah, so that's what you have to pay attention to. And on um, Pinterest, there are also really neat ways to earn money and have fun at the same time. And, you know, having cash during the summer really comes in handy. And I found a lot of ideas to make some money for teens. And a couple of them are having a garage sale. That's a really smart idea to have any, uh, you know, things in your room or around the house that you don't want anymore, but you think, will buy and right, uh,
2: you're right. and one garbage is another man's treasure i mean and absolutely any kid wouldn't mind a couple of extra bucks in their wallet uh, i certainly wouldn't so i think goodness. definitely yeah having a garage sale or even um i think if you know an instrument for instance i play piano i think giving yeah. lessons or that type of thing could also be a great way to get in some extra change
3: oh yeah, totally. You know, if you have a talent that you you know you're good at and you people want to have, you can teach them and you can give lessons and earn some money that way. And, um, you know, you can host an auction, you can lawns, you know, a lot of teens teams for your neighbors and that earns really quick money. And you can create your own website, which is actually really easy if you go on wix.com because it's actually just, you just put in templates and that's it. And, um, you know, you can have a sale, which goes along with your garage sale. If you can do both of those at the same time, you can do, you can walk your dogs or babysit. And um, nice. what's really cool is that actually two of our reporters, uh, Kai and Jean, um give piano swimming so lessons to earn money. So I think that's really, really easy and really good ideas to do for that.
2: Those um, are definitely. And, you know, a couple of other things that I want to add to this too. Um, blogging, getting Yes. B- paid to blog. I think that's a yeah. great way for young people also to earn money right from their own homes. That's actually Excellent. something that I've been researching quite heavily, because I'd really love to get in on that. Uh, yeah. I've done a, a lot of blogging in my past, but never paid. And uh, now with the blogosphere burgeoning day by day, and we're living in an in age, I think it, that would be a wonderful way for young kids to really get out there make some money and uh, get their voice across too, out to the world, really. Because when you're on the internet, you don't know who's uh, reading these posts. I mean, people from every corner of the globe get to see what you're writing. So yeah, is that empowering, but you're getting a, ne-
3: a little bit of extra change as well. Oh, definitely. Um, you know, I was wondering, you know, does the Huffington Post pay? Can you earn money through that? I was wondering if you can Well,
2: I believe they do pay their writers. So, you know, the yeah. people who actually work with them are paid. However, their teen bloggers are not. And I've done a little bit of blogging for the Huffington Post. Not much, but a couple of blog posts I've gone up there. You know, it's a great way to get extra publicity out there. It's a really recognized platform. Uh, But unfortunately, they do not pay.
3: Hmm, okay. Well, you know, how you were talking about blogs, I think, you know, DIY projects would be really, really smart to do for, you know, if you have a blog or if you have an Instagram tutorial page or, you know, if you have a YouTube channel, that's very very um a good idea absolutely well
2: thank you so much asia for all of your ideas on fun and unique summer diversions i think we can all find something to try from your list with our families or friends it's time to take a quick break now i'm henna hundle during the break be sure to visit expressyourselfteenradio.com to see photos descriptions links and
3: more and i'm asia gonzalez also please check out on tumblr at btsya radio dot com. stick around for our next segment where we where we will be continuing our conversation on summer fun we don't care how you got here we're just glad you showed up you're listening to voice america kids
1: do you think that you can't change the political system in our country
2: giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Hannah Hundle, and today on Express Yourself, our theme is all about summer
3: activities. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. On our previous segment, we actually talked about things that I have found on Pinterest on what to do during summer, and we're actually going to continue that conversation. Hi, Hannah. Hi. (laughs) All righty,
2: so you were really throwing out a huge list of really great, summer diversions to engage in. I didn't know Pinterest was that laden with all these cool ideas.
3: Oh, there's so many things you can find. It's so awesome. That's why I love it. You know, I'm actually looking at DIY projects. Um, and a lot of them had to do with, um, you know, makeup or things that you can find around your room that you didn't have to do with. And you can just combine them together to do awesome projects. And I found a lot of things to do um in the room and actually, you know, since I have summer off and, you know, I don't have to go to school or anything, I figured, you know, since I did a little while ago and with school and everything in my business, I didn't really have time to set up my room. And I wanted to look up, you know, cute things to do with my magazine cutouts because I have a lot of Vogue magazine and style things that have a bunch of pictures of fashion stuff. And, you know, I figured I can do something creative with it. And I found this really cool um, collage thing on Pinterest that I can do on my wall, and what I'm loving right now is uh, it's with mason jars, and um, I got a box of mason jars from my boyfriend, and he actually um, got me a couple. I was like, oh my gosh, I can finally, you know, do something with these because they're so expensive. If you want to buy them in the store, you have to find a really good deal on them, and. I actually found a really cute idea where you can make a lamp out of all your mason jars with candles. And I was like, Oh my gosh, finally something that I can do with my room. That's nice. Oh, it's so awesome. And, um, you know, you can find things to do with food, like making ice cream, where you don't even need the ice cream maker. You need a plastic bag, um, vanilla, milk.
2: Yeah. You know, that was one of my most favorite activities when I was a kid. I remember in second grade we went on a trip to a cheese factory Mm -hmm. Uh, and there they actually showed us how to make our own ice cream and I was just a little second grader and that was my very first time ever even confronted with this idea that I could actually create my own ice cream and I remember being blown away then and I still am because it tastes so good it's nothing like what you can find anywhere else.
3: Oh, I know. We actually did that for a science experiment uh, my last day of sophomore year. Yeah. Um, In our chemistry class, you know, it was just something fun to do um, with the teacher because, you know, there wasn't anything else to do on the very last day of school. So we just decided (laughs) to do that. And, you know, when I found out about that idea, I was like, oh my gosh, this would be super fun to do during the summer because, you know, it's hot and you want something sweet, but you can't go out to eat ice cream or something, but you can just take all these home ingredients and combine them together and make ice cream. You know, it's so easy and, it, and it's so cool. And, um, you know, I was talking about how you can use this summer to make some money for some extra cash. And, you know, there was garage sales and options and bake, bake sales. And, you know, we have lemonade stands, which I actually did when I was younger. And I actually yeah. had quite a bit of money doing it. You know, I really I really want to encourage people to, start something that makes them money and, you know, they can use it for themselves, support themselves. And, you know, they can use that to build up to creating maybe their own business able to be able to support themselves in the future.
2: Right. You know, I think what's really interesting about all of this is I feel as the more and more we're talking about it, uh, the more and more we're really harking back to our younger days. Because I remember making lemonade stands. I remember making ice cream. You know, I remember trying to find the little way summertime where I can get a few extra coins in my pocket and so this notion that perhaps maybe we've gotten a little bit out of touch with our inner child and we kind of need to bring that out again this summer to really uh, soak in all the fun.
3: I think we really have a good opportunity with that because you know we're not in the middle of school or college worrying about everything that has to do with being older. We have the opportunity to just kick back or go hang out with friends and really do what we feel, you know, is necessary have fun. You know, we can have um, play days where you act like you're five and you have a balloon fight, water <laughs> balloon fight, which is actually what we're going to do tomorrow. We're going to have a bunch of fun with that. About um, 100 balloons filled with water today. We're going to finish tomorrow and see if we could just have this massive water balloon fight and have a whole oh, bunch my of fun Uh huh. <laughs> How fun. Yeah, at the program that I'm
2: at right now, the Young Scholars Program that I talked about previously, I'm actually trying to convince them to let us have a tie-dye day. So I think it would be super fun to get to tie-dye our own shirts, and then perhaps after we can have a great water balloon fight with them on. You know, it's, it's the little things. It's these little tiny diversions that I think, you know, as we grow older, we kind of think that, oh, you know, we're too old, we're too sanctimonious, we're too pretentious to engage kind of activities. But really to yeah. you allow yourself to open up in that perhaps childish way. It's so much fun once in a while.
3: I think it actually brings out a sense of, you know, like calm, you know, you're not so worked up and stressed with everything that's on in the real world and you have to act your age and you know, but summertime I think is really a good way, you know, to just let all of that stress out, all of that um the need to have fun or just express your express your creativity. It's just a really great way to just let go of things.
2: Absolutely, and you know, I'm gonna be returning from this program on August 3rd, I believe it is, so I'll be coming back home. And what yeah. I was actually thinking about doing is, I think it would be great to have like a homemade pizza night, you know? You get all of your friends together, and typically yeah. when that happens, you're gonna call and you're gonna get pizza delivered to your door. But wouldn't it be cool to actually make it from scratch all together and just have, like, a little sleepover with your homemade pizza?
3: We actually do that. Um, We try and do this every Friday, but we make our own pizza instead of going out and buying it. It's super easy. You know, all you have to do is just make the pizza dough. Um, You get spaghetti sauce and, you know, the mozzarella cheese that they always put on or, you know, whatever topping you want, such as pepperoni or sausage pepperoni or sausage or even pineapple and just anything and you make the dough, you put it in the oven for about five minutes and then you put this toppings and cheese on. And you know it's really fun because what we do is instead of just making a whole circle boring pizza, we have our own section of dough and we shape it into whatever shape you want. And I usually make a heart because I think it's cute. But <laughs> but we usually make our own shapes of pizza and it's just so fun because you know you get to make your own personal pizza. And then you get to put whatever toppings that you want in of toppings you want and just kind of personalize it
2: absolutely and you know i think what's also great is that you can even add herbs and veggies fresh fresh from the vine uh vegetables from your garden if you have one okay. and that's i think a good thing about preparing your own food at home is that you can really make sure and be cognizant of what you're putting in there, what you're eating. And, you know, when I do my little health with kind of segment in a few moments, uh, yeah. it's something really important to me to know what I'm eating and to really try to eat nutritiously. And so if you make something like that at home, your very own made pizza, you know exactly what you're enjoying. So it can even be a little bit healthier as well.
3: Especially if you know you, if you're a vegetarian, if you're lactose intolerant, if you have a certain type of cheese that you can have that's, okay for you to have in your body or you know if you have a certain diet that you're on you can use wheat dough for your for your pizza or you can do veggies um if you don't want to have much protein you can just you can personalize it any way you, any way you want any need you have which is so fun about diy projects because you can do it for yourself whatever way you need
2: absolutely you know and i think another thing that would be really cool to do as well on homemade pizza night you have a night out under the
3: stars. I miss doing that. Oh, I know. It's so long since I've been able to do that. Because, you know, in Arizona, where I used to live, during the summer, you would have these things called monsoons. And it's, it, I although they're gorgeous to look at while it's happening, it, it just ruins what you want to decide. But monsoons are when the rains come in and lightning and thunder. And it basically just rains most of the day during the majority of summer so it kind of just ruins the outdoor activity that you want to do but here in Colorado you actually have a lot more opportunities it's sunny most of the time and you get to have you know, an outside picnic or something that you want to do with your family or friends and it's and it's great to be able to find those kind of ideas for summer to be
2: absolutely I definitely agree I mean I think I really need to harken back to my inner child and bring that out again for the duration of the summer
3: Oh yeah, it's so fun. You know, I like to be able to think of new ideas to do with my friends and with my family because I'm around my brothers a lot and we love having fun together. We love spending time together and, you know, we get along really, really well and it's just great to be able to have fun with them. Well, it's time for break and I'm Asia Gonzalez and this is Express Yourself. Visit our website at expressyourselfteenradio.com. And I'm
2: Hannah Hundle. Make sure to check out our videos at youtube.com forward slash Be The Star You Are. Express Yourself is brought to you by the Be The Star You Are charity, a 501c3 nonprofit charity dedicated to promoting literacy and positive media. For more info on our creative community, go to btsya.org. Stay right here with us for a Health with Hannah segment from me.
1: Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Tech Team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids.
0: The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself. On the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the the world listens, Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be the Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens.
3: Our program is Express Yourself,
2: giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Hannah Hundle, and today on Express Yourself, our theme is all about summer activities.
3: And I'm Asia Gonzalez. On our previous segment, we actually talked about things that I have found on Pinterest on what to do during summer, and we're actually going to continue that conversation. Hi,
2: Hannah. Hi. <laughs> all righty, so you were really throwing out a huge list of really great summer diversions to engage in. I didn't know Pinterest was that laden with all these cool ideas oh there's
3: so many things you can find it's so awesome that's why I love it you know I'm actually looking at DIY projects um and a lot of them had to do with um you know makeup or things that you can find around your room that you didn't have to do with and you can just combine them together to do awesome projects and I found a lot of things to do um in the room and actually you know since I have summer off and you know I don't have to go to school or anything I figured you know since I'm a little while ago and with everything in my business I didn't really have time to set up my room and I wanted to look up you know cute things to do with my magazine cutouts because I have a lot of Vogue magazine and style things that have a bunch of pictures of fashion stuff and you know I figured I can do something creative with it. and I found this really cool um, collage thing on Pinterest that I can do on my wall. And what I'm loving right now is mixed uh, with mason jars. And um, I got a box of mason jars from my boyfriend, and he actually um, got me a cup. Gosh, I can finally, you know, do something with these because they're so expensive. If you want to buy them in the store, you have to find a really good deal on them. And I actually found a really cute idea where you can make a lamp out of all your mason jars with candles. And I was like, oh, my gosh, finally something that I can do with my room. Jeez, it too. That's yeah. Oh, it's so awesome. And, um, you know, you can find things to do with food, like making ice cream, where you don't even need the ice cream maker. You need a plastic bag, um, vanilla flavoring, ice, milk. Yeah, you know, that was one
2: of my most favorite activities when I was a kid. Because I remember in second grade, we went on a trip to a cheese factory. Uh-huh. And there they actually showed us how to make our own ice cream. And I was just a little second grader and that was my very first time ever even confronted with this idea that I could actually create my own ice cream. And I remember being blown away then and I still am because it tastes so good. It's nothing like what you can find anywhere else.
3: Oh, I know, we actually did that for a science experiment uh, my last day of sophomore year. Yeah, Um, in our chemistry class, you know, it was just something fun to do um with the teacher because you know there wasn't anything else to do on the very last day of school so we just decided to do that and you know when I found out that, about that idea I was like oh my gosh this would be super fun to do during the summer because you know it's hot and you want something sweet but you can't go out to eat ice cream or something but you can just take all these home ingredients and combine them together and make ice cream you know it's so easy and, it, and it's so cool and um you know I was talking about how you can use this summer to make some money for some extra cash and you know there was garage sales and options and bake bake sales and you know we have lemonade stands which i actually did when i was younger and i actually had quite a bit of money doing it you know i really i really want to encourage people to start something that makes them money and you know they can use it for themselves, support themselves. And, you know, they can use that to build up to creating maybe their own business to be able to support themselves in the future.
2: Right. You know, I think what's really interesting about all of this is I feel as the more and more we're talking about it, uh, the more and more we're really harking back to our younger days. Because I remember making lemonade stands. I remember making ice cream. You know, I remember trying to find the little way the summertime where I could get a few extra coins in my pocket and so, this notion that perhaps maybe we've gotten a little bit out of touch with our inner child, and we kind of need to bring that out again this summer to really uh, soak in all the fun.
3: And I think we really have a good opportunity with that because you know we're not in the middle of school or college worrying about everything that has to do with being older. We have the opportunity to just kick back or go hang out with friends and really do what we feel you know is necessary, have fun, you know we can have um play day where you act like you're five and you have a balloon fight, water <laughs> balloon fight, which is actually what we're gonna do tomorrow. We're gonna have a bunch of fun with that. About um a hundred balloons filled with water today. We're gonna oh, wow. tomorrow and see if we could just have this massive water balloon fight and have a whole bunch oh of fun with Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> How Fun. Yeah, at the program that I'm at right now, the Young Scholars Program that I talked about previously, I'm actually trying to convince them to let us have a tie-dye day. I think it would be super fun to get to tie-dye our own shirts and then perhaps after we can have a great water balloon fight with them on. You know, it's, it's yes. the little things. It's these little tiny diversions that, oh, I can, yeah. you know, as we grow older, we kind of think that, oh, you know, we're too old, we're too sanctimonious, we're too pretentious to engage kind of activities. But really, yeah. you to allow yourself to open up in that perhaps childish way, it's so much fun once in a while.
3: I think it actually brings out a sense of you know like calm. You know, you're not so worked up and stressed with everything that's out in the real world, and you have to act your age. And you know, but summertime I think is really a good way. You know, to just let all of that stress out, all of that. Um, the need to have fun, or just express your, express your creativity. It's just a really great way to just let go of things.
2: Absolutely. And you know, I'm going to be returning from this program on August 3rd, I believe it is. So I'll be coming back home. And what yeah. I was actually thinking about doing is I think it would be great to have like a homemade pizza night, you know, you get all of your friends together. And typically yeah. when that happens, you're going to call and you're going to get pizza delivered to your door. But wouldn't it be cool to actually make it from scratch all together and just have like a little sleepover
3: with your homemade pizza? We actually do that. Um, we try and do this every Friday, but we make our own pizza instead of going out and buying it. It's super easy. You know, all you have to do is just make the pizza dough. Um, you get spaghetti sauce and, you know, the mozzarella cheese that they always put on or, you know, whatever topping you want to pepperoni or sausage or even pineapple and just anything and you make the dough, you put it in the oven for about five minutes and then you put this sauce and cheese on. And you know it's really fun because what we do is instead of just making a whole circle boring pizza, we have our own section of dough and we shape it into whatever shape you want. And I usually make a heart because I think it's cute. But (laughs) but we usually make our own shapes of pizza and it's just so fun because you know you get to make your own personal pizza. And then you get to put whatever toppings that you want and of toppings you want and just kind of personalize it.
2: Absolutely. And, you know, I think what's also great is that you can even add herbs and veggies fresh, fresh from the vine uh, vegetables from your garden if you have one. Okay. And that's, I think, a good thing about preparing your own food at home is that you can really make sure and be cognizant of what you're putting in there, what you're eating, and, you know, when I do my little health with kind of segment in a few moments, uh, yeah. it's something really important to me to know what I'm eating and to really try to eat nutritiously. And so if you make something like that at home, your very own made pizza, you know exactly what you're enjoying. So it can even be a little bit healthier as well.
3: Especially if you know you, if you're a vegetarian, if you're lactose intolerant, if you have a certain type of cheese that you can have that's okay for you to have in your body or you know if you have a certain diet that you're on you can use wheat dough for your for your pizza or you can do veggies um if you don't want to have much protein you can just you can personalize it any way you any way you want any need you have which is so fun about diy projects because you can do it for yourself whatever way you need
2: absolutely you know and i think another thing that would be really cool to do as well on homemade pizza night you have a night out under the stars. I miss doing that.
3: Oh, I know. It's so long since I've been able to do that. Because, you know, in Arizona, where I used to live, during the summer, you would have these things called monsoons. And it's, it, I although they're gorgeous to look at while it's happening, it just ruins what you want to decide. But monsoons are when the rains come in and lightning and thunder. And it basically just rains most of the day during the majority of summer so it kind of just ruins the outdoor activity that you want to do but here in Colorado, you actually have a lot more opportunities it's sunny most of the time and you get to have you know an outside picnic or something that you want to do with your family or friends and it's and it's great to be able to find those kind of ideas for summer to be
2: absolutely i definitely agree i mean i think i really need to hearken back to my inner child and bring that out again for the duration of the summer
3: Oh, yeah, it's so fun. You know, I like to be able to think of new ideas, do with my friends, and with my family because I'm around my brothers a lot, and we love having fun together. We love spending time together, and, you know, we get along really, really well, and it's just great to be able to have fun with them. Thank you so much, Hannah, for yet another great session. I'm so glad you gave us all this information and that we were able to talk about summer and give people awesome ideas, and I can't wait to do this with you again for fun. Um, but as always, all good things must come to an end, and this shows us insight on how to make the most of the rest of our summer. Thank you for joining us in this radio show, and I hope you get many ideas for the rest of your summer and have fun. Thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia O'Brien, Be The Star You Are, Kid Star for producing this show. Thanks to our Voice America Kids crew, especially Sarah Damone, Bruce Solstein, and Cornelius Henna. Thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world, And thank you our listeners for making us a top program i'm asia gonzalez and
2: i'm hannah hundle you have been listening to express yourself an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens watch our fun video at youtube.com forward slash be the star you are to meet many of our volunteers and get acquainted with many of our outreach services until next week remember be active Be kind and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. And have a great summer.